Goodbye. Hope you had an awesome Shabbos. So while I always speak to my son-in-law before Shabbos, and he often tells me a really nice Dvar Torah from the Parsha at that point, tonight, Motzei Shabbos, I was also able to schmooze him for a while also, which was really nice. And he actually shared with me another beautiful idea on the Parsha that he heard in Shul on Shabbos. And I thought it's a great idea actually to share with all of you. So in this Shabbos' Parsha, as we mentioned yesterday, it talks about the situation of what's called a Nazir, someone who lives a heightened level of spiritual purity in several different ways. And now the sages ask on that, why is it that this topic of Nazir comes right after the Torah speaks about a case of what's called a Sota? A Sota is, in general, a situation where there was potentially some serious breach in fidelity in a marriage. It's not a good situation at all. So as we said, the sages always try to figure out why one topic is placed specifically next to another topic. You know, it's one thing if it's chronological events one after the other, but when it's two seemingly unrelated random topics, there must be a connection for why Hashem put one after the other. So one of the most well-known explanations is because when a person sees an issue like Sota and a serious breach in marriage, they should learn from that. They should be a little more careful themselves because the truth is, everyone is potentially capable of falling into such a situation. And often, it's when a person acts not so holy that they are more susceptible to doing unholy things, even in their marriage. It's not impossible. Everybody stood there under a marriage saying, until death do us part, and somehow marriages go off rails. And sometimes a little too much wine or a little too much grooming, and potentially it could lead to problems. Is it inevitable? Definitely not. Is it possible? Of course, because Sota couples happen and there are challenges in marriage today as well. And therefore, a person should learn from that and be extra careful in their lives. And that is a valid explanation. However, JJ shared with me a different explanation that he heard the Shabbos in the name of a great sage called the Avnei Nazar from the 1800s. He explains that we have to look at this perhaps differently. See, the reason why the Torah talks about living as a Nazar and a more spiritually elevated life after seeing the problem of Sota is not as a defense to ensure sure you never reach that low, but rather when seeing how low someone behaves in marriage and in life, it reminds you how great you really should and could be. It's a beautiful idea. The Torah is saying that you should take on Nazir's holier stature, not because you don't want to make the same mistake, but because you suddenly remember how great you can be. In truth, this is the essence of a powerful way to look at all of Yiddishkeit. Yiddishkeit is not a reaction to ensure you don't do bad things. It's a reminder and a calling for you to step into your greatest and most spiritual potential. Every time you see a law, It isn't to protect you from violating something big. It's rather a reminder of your calling to become something big. I love this idea. And I have to say, I love that it was shared to me by my son-in-law as well. Judaism is about inspiring our greatness, not just about protecting us from falling into loneliness. It's about how holy we really all are and could be. And on that note, wishing you an awesome night. I look forward to seeing you tomorrow.